0: So it's, you and I are
1: both really strong believers in peptides and I oh. am you've been doing it for a while I'm new to the game but I was so skeptical you kept telling me peptide this pe- uh, peptides that sounds like half the And I, know I I'd leave after talking about you say the <clears throat> asshole keeps keep saying peptide I yeah, well I it, would think uh, uh, not that you're an asshole but I was thinking oh, what is peptides that sounds stupid you're like that though you're just Oh yeah stubborn. I'm stubborn as <laughs> <in> hell <health. laughs> yeah. and then you break me and I'm like yeah. oh and I tried them and they started making a big difference. So I just, now I, I love doing them
0: and they're great. Yeah. They're, they really are. What got me into peptides was an injury. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, welcome to the Apricast. I'm Doug. This is Eli. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about supplements, and I am going to share my um, the protocols that I've done over the years in terms of supplementing my. Well, I don't know. How do you call it? what do you have, what do you call that? Like um, your body composition. Goals? My body composition. So I well, so there's supplements like vitamins and minerals, right? There's supplements like I, I mean, I guess you could call testosterone a supplement. Yeah, I, yeah. I would. Would you call peptides a supplement? I would. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then, so then you would call also SARMs a supplement. And then steroids a supplement, right? So these are not in the traditional meaning of supplements. Nutritional supplement, yeah. right. Yeah. There's nutritional supplements and then there's supplements. Supplements. <laughs> and I think nutritional supplements are really important, especially with um, food in, I don't know the rest of the world, but it's food in North America that's highly depleted in, in nutrients. So you know, a lot of doctors will say, well, they're kind of a waste of time. You know, you get all your nutrients in food, but you know, I think vegetables alone have something like thirty percent of the nutrients they used to have fifty years ago. You know, because the soil's depleted because 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 whatever reasons, right? And so supplementation helps. I think it just adds to. It. And if you over supplement on most supplements, because most of them are water based, water water absorbed is they'll just you just piss them out, right? Am I right? i think so a, i think it depends Though there's a few that are, are can be toxic like yeah vitamin, t- i think vitamin e vitamin d all
0: the fat soluble ones all the d, fat soluble e, ones yeah and I a, think I think, a we want yeah. to be careful with yeah
1: so those ones you got to be careful with you don't overdo it
0: and some things like magnesium depending on the form can cause diarrhea and uh, gastric distress depending on the form. that never bothered me maybe you're using Having diarrhea form. or gastric stress <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're on carnivore <laughs> not anymore <laughs> So, um, what supplements are you saying? Like, do you want to, let, let's start. So with... let's talk about nu- nutritional supplements.
1: Okay. So, you know, I take a C, I take vitamin C every day. I've been taking it for years. And how much? Well, now I take 6,000 milligrams. So six grams a day and they're time released. So uh, sustained released. I take uh, a vitamin E and I don't remember how much, and I just had my levels text, test. Tested, and my E's were fine. Like, most of my levels were high. I take vitamin D. So I want to go back to E. Is there a specific Skin and and just, uh, I think, uh, just internal health. Okay. Yep. I think on heart health, too. I think there's heart health in there. I think so. And then D, vitamin D, D3. Not D1, D3 and um, how much D do you take and so most people are deficient in d and i don't think everybody people don't ever really test for d but it's a really important one i mean d does so much in the body it really and it's does. really it's actually not a, a, a vitamin it's a uh, it's a hormone i didn't even know that that the body produces and you know we produce it when we when we get sun and so that increases so i will i reduce my input in the sun in the summer and i increase in the winter good you know? yeah i think when i'm covered a- up and i'm indoors more and whatever so I take um, fifteen thousand IU a day. Nice in but the winter. I I'll, no, I just take fifty. So the interesting about D is it's got a massive half life. I think it's like thirty day half life. So you can you literally could take like a handful on a Monday and then wait till the next Monday and take a handful, and you know you have pretty much a, a steady level of D. I take it, uh, so I was taking too much in the summer. I was taking five, so that, and they're 5,000 each, so that would be 25,000 units. Oh, Now, 25,000 units isn't a lot in milligrams. It sounds like a lot because it's 25,000, and I think I had calculated out, I think it's um, it's, like, it's ten, like...
0: Less than a milligram or nah, something? No, it's, right? it's small. It's yeah. a small
1: amount. So I don't know why they do it in international units. I use, but uh, so, and now I'm taking three, which is 15,000 a day. Because My levels are just slightly over normal when I had my blood tested, so I just want to get them back down into normal. So I take that, and vitamin C and D are very synergistic, by the way. Oh, I didn't know that, one. yeah. And then uh, I take uh, magnesium, I take them at, at night, it helps you sleep a bit. Do you know the form that you're taking? Biglycinate, yes, yeah. And then I take uh, oh my gosh, what do I take? Oh, well, I take stuff that's really and acetylcysteine, I'm sure. NAC sometimes. sometimes oh, it's I not I a forget. regular? It's not a staple for you. It, no, I started
0: taking DIM. Yeah, I don't know what the long version of that is. Yeah. You know? can you say it? No, I'm not going to say it, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know, I know what it is. To can you, uh, because can you my tell our viewers, why, why you take it?
1: Yeah, because my uh, my estrogen was slightly high, and so it it doesn't lower estrogen as such. It it um, promotes the healthier version of estrogen. Oh, good. Yeah, so uh it, and it creates less conversion ar- aromatization is that what they call it right uh from testosterone into. To, to, into estrogen so i just started taking it to get it back down into a normal range and you know if you have too much estros- estrogen as a man you know you get the little gut thing or whatever you know and what else do i take well, i take uh, a biotin yeah ten thousand units or ten thousand milligrams or whatever it is micrograms maybe uh and that's good for hair basically i take that for the hair you have wonderful hair by the way thank you very much
0: does he doesn't he
1: not quite, but not quite as full. Um, oh boy, I take I take a few. Um, I can't remember what else I take. I think those are the main ones. The oh, complex? I take uh,
0: CoQ10. Yes, and why? Why do you take? Co-Q10? I take and I take
1: ubiquinol, not ubiquine or whatever. However, that's pronounced. Yeah, it's because it's soon. apparently it's it's more uh, bio- okay, fa- okay. available to the body, right? So, and that is for uh, energy, cell energy, and all that, right? And you know, you you well maybe you do or don't. Statins reduce CoQ10 in yes. the body. And that's why people will start to experience, some will experience muscle aches and that type of thing, because CoQ10 is, is feeding the energy that goes to the muscle. So thing. I use a
0: statin and I take CoQ10 as a result. And anyone yeah. out there who does take a statin, please take CoQ10. You must use yeah, you must At least it. 200 milligrams. Yeah. I'm not so concerned with the form necessarily, because the original study didn't use ubiquin the ubiquinone Yeah. Yeah, Um, But it is known to be higher. Higher. It's more expensive. But yeah. You know, it and, if and if it's and if it's if
1: it's marketing bunk, well, I'm paying too much for something that's good for me. So, you feel good. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I these are not none of these things. By the way, I can gauge whether I can only gauge them in a blood test. I can't gauge them like I feel better, or I'm doing better, right. or I'm I'm performing better. But, none of that stuff. To like, me, it's like insurance. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Yeah. And so I take that um, and uh, I'm just going through, I have a, you know, I have a fridge and it's all vitamins, right? Yeah, it's a special fridge just for the vitamins. Yeah. It's not, it, guys, it's not a full on fridge. It's, I'm not that much. It's just that one, it's like a mini fridge and it's it's actually one designed for uh, drinks, you know, but so it's like about this tall, this wide and it's just filled with supplements and, and my peptides and whatnot so uh, i have it organized like that yeah and i so i'm just going through the 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 shelves yeah (laughs) and i think that's pretty much it and if i remember one other or not i used to take b12 but my b12 is fine without it and um oh yeah and then i take uh uh uh, every time i eat like uh, a lot of meat and stuff i take or
0: fatty foods i take bile bile salts okay yeah uh and do, do you actually feel that do you feel a little more digested or not necessarily well what i
1: found was uh i i would the food would sit with me much longer yeah. in my stomach yeah and i could go to bed at night and still have you know burping up uh, so i find it does it, it cool. i when i go to bed um you know i'm not it's not still with me you know so and as we and but the thing is that as we get older you know our bodies are less efficient in absorbing these things so the more we add it's kind of it's like uh, you know, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like putting more in to make up for the fact that Absolutely. we're we're not absorbing. Supplementing, as well. supplementing, <laughs>
0: okay. and, and so sure. you
1: could be twenty and maybe don't need to supplement. Now, my son takes uh, C and D because he has uh, really crappy teeth. Like, you know, get like I have no, I've never had a uh, a cavity or anything. Like nice. I, I have perfect teeth, right? And. My, my, like my dentist freaks out when I go. She's always telling me how amazing my teeth are and my gums. My gums are near perfect. She said, I haven't seen that in, in a 20-year-old, let alone a 60-year-old. Yeah. Well right? Done. And so my son takes vitamin D because uh, he has trouble with his teeth. and It, you know, it helps build bones, and, and the teeth are, are technically a bone. And then he takes vitamin C, same reason. They're synergistic. And vitamin C is just a generally good for immune system and, and building body you know building collagen production as well collagen muscle production everything like it's really a good thing so that's my uh nutritional supplement regime and i take that i take it once a day after a meal so because a lot of them are fat soluble so rather than separating the fat soluble and the water soluble ones i just take them all at once after a meal and they just absorb into the
0: system i i believe so as well um so that's so let's call that your you know level one supplementation. Yeah, it's it's I would say it's not essential, but it
1: Some of it is, for sure. Yeah, it, I think well my how do I put that? It? Yeah, it's not a it's not like taking a peptide that really makes a massive difference in my life. It's like it may add five percent benefit to my my health, right?
0: Yeah. So that's my nutritional. And what about you? Do you yeah. So it's, it's a pretty extensive list. I got to do what you did. i got to picture my, you got to go length. through the shelves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, definitely vitamin C, but I did, I take 2000 milligrams. Uh, I was told from um, a, a local doctor who's, uh, uh, although he's an MD, but he's also trained with a uh, shaman. He's um, a naturopath. He, he's just so well-rounded. And I heard from him and another expert that I'd follow is uh, 2000 milligrams because the kidney can only handle so much. It beats up. Well, the is it, are they
1: sustained released? no they're just um so mine are sustained so mine will uh, like go into the system over a period of maybe 10 hours right so i'm in fact my my system's having to work with less over a period of time now i don't know if you're familiar with because vitamin c's have have probably been of the most interest to me for the longest time no kidding Yeah. yeah And, uh, you know, Dr. Linus Pauling? uh, Yes. He's probably dead now. I don't know. Yeah, I did his protocol, actually. Yeah. And he was big on... He was like a vitamin C guy. He was the vitamin C
0: guru. Yeah.
1: And he said that you will reach... You will know when you've had enough because you'll reach saturation and get gassy and bloated and diarrhea and all that stuff. And he said, that's the point of saturation. He said, before that, you can take as much as you want. Now, maybe it does tax uh, the organs,
0: but... My kidneys are fine, so that's a good thing yeah so I'm just erring on the side of caution but you would you take more if it was they were a sustained release? I don't think so I think it's still I mean depends what size is each dough like
1: are there a thousand a thousand each
0: yeah, so I think it's still getting pummeled through the it's still going through the kidneys anyways no idea whether it's a, it's time released or not so uh, attention no probably not okay. uh, probably not uh, just it's ingrained in my head and I so two thousand a day two thousand a day. I did, I did do the Linus Pauling, um, uh, what did he, he had a Nobel prize in nutrition, right? Yeah. And he had a, pro, a and it was all around the vitamin C. thing. It was around vitamin C and it was 10 grams a day. Yeah. Um, and it didn't do anything on my cholesterol. I was so disheartened. Right. Oh, I don't know. Now, I, I take, I I, it. Now I take a different before. kind of vitamin C, too. You probably take ascorbic acid, right? I, I take the, uh, no, a buffered one. So it's, uh, you know, buffered with magnesium. So it's yeah, less acidic. Yeah, I
1: take the whole vitamin C. So oh, right. ascorbic acid is a, is a component of
0: whole vitamin C. It's, it's it's And it's synthesized. It's synthesized. Mine is natural from a fruit. Camo-camo or something like that? Uh,
1: I L- don't remember L- what the fruit L- is. Yeah, yeah.
0: Th- I know what you mean. So. And so it's the whole vitamin C. So in that case, it's probably less... Uh, uh, Hard on the kidneys yeah. i would I, say i used to take the ascorbic acid
1: and uh it wasn't hard on my system i just i read that it, actually the whole vitamin c
0: is better than just ascorbic acid but 99 percent of vitamin c out there is ascorbic, is, acid. is ascorbic acid the thing with ascorbic acid is it's i think it's synthesized from corn yeah and if you take too much of that it's not good for your gut it actually um bad on your gut bacteria and you got to look at the source too right i mean corn is so sketchy
1: these days. No, it's, yeah. It's I mean, not good. It's all genetically modified. <laughs> yeah, and, you didn't even want to feed it to your freaking
0: cows. It's no. not fair to them.
1: So <laughs> if you, you know, there's a lot of things that come from corn. Corn seems to be very, uh, you know, you're able to produce a lot of things from corn. A lot, th- I, a lot of, those are the things I just really don't want to take because like I, even if I was taking a acid, I'd probably want to get an organic, you know, something that I know is made from something better than. yeah.
0: Corn. There's better forms out yeah. there. Um, but it's. Still, I think better to take it than not to take it in that form. Uh, where else? I do take N-acetylcysteine at night. Okay. NAC for anybody NAC. Who's, yeah. yeah. Um, oh God, goodness gracious! I do vitamin B12 um, as well. Um, did I say magnesium? Magnesium at night. Magnesium. How many? You take, how much do you magnesium take? I take probably six, six to eight hundred milligrams at night. Okay. Of the bio glycinate so it's there's no uh, gastric distress no diarrhea no cramping or anything like that um i take k2 which i think you should take
1: k2 i ran out and i I, haven't bought any since so it was on your list I wasn't glad to hear because that that actually promotes the the vitamin d not going into uh into the uh, its blood system but going towards the
0: bones right? right it draws it towards Bone building and density and stuff, and and, and and actually that's a good reminder. I got to order some yeah, more of that yeah. uh, niacin. I think we both. I take niacin, and uh, I love it you, I take niacin now, a lot. And uh, you take the flush version. Yeah, not, I like that itchiness. I, love, so it, weird. I, I love, love it. Weird. I love it. That's weird. Eh? We're yeah. weird people, though. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So for uh, for the listener, it's uh, there's uh, niacin. That's um, um, from the B vitamin. What do they call um, it? B3? No, no flush niacin. Yeah, right. Now, I don't know if, what that's good for, but it it's certainly go not intestine. good for cholesterol. But the nice thing about the niacin, the flush version, uh, the raw version, is that it
0: it lowers cholesterol. It lowers HD, uh, LDL and increases HDL. It increases LD, uh, HDL as well. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so I, I take that. I take CoQ ten because I am on a statin. Um, I just go down So have you had any?
1: Um, I'll maybe you can answer this after. But have you had any side effects from the the statin that you know about? It?
0: Not that I know. Okay. Um, no muscle aches. Yeah. Um, no muscle weakness. Okay. Uh, dementia it could be argued. Sometimes or, I wonder. On this show, I feel like I sometimes I do have it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so no, I, I'd say I'd say no, and I'm just I'm just taking it, rolling the dice and taking a chance with it. <clears throat> um. Where's that shelf of mine? What else do I do at night? I take an uh, at night, also for sleep glycine
1: tell me i don't know I, i've heard of it but i, I don't know anything about it at all
0: and neither do i so okay I, I got it from a good source um, <clears throat> dr james d nick antonio who's big on ig and on online he's a researcher and he has some great tips uh, it's one of his protocols for sleep and because mm. i struggle with sleep i, I take it okay. along with glycine which is an amino acid okay. well, glycine helps to lower your body temperature Okay. Which is ultra important for sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take glycine as well at night. Uh, so my, th- those are... Those are um, and my when you take comments. these, because I know that sometimes you do similar
1: approach to me. You take everything at once and you really don't know what's working. Have you tried any of these like for sleep? Have you tried acetol on its own and seeing if that helps? Or have you tried glycine and see if that lowers your body temperature? Like, have you tested these out? No.
0: Okay um i just i would uh, say I'm, I'm not alone no you're not alone <laughs> and i think many of us I, on other things i have but when it comes to sleep i just do the shotgun effect okay i don't i because my sleep is so temperamental i'm not trying to uh, experiment too much i just if if i anyway so no um i think that's uh, i know that there's more to it but you know when i'm on the spot yeah. do we have a moment can i think a little bit no there's no yeah, time to yeah, think no Time limit. how long is the show we're done <laughs> uh, um i think those are the, uh, the essentials i don't take a multi because i take everything um, um separately i think things that i want to take um yeah i think that's pretty well it uh y- you know gl- a glutamine which is another amino acid which i'm a big proponent of uh, for gut health which is I'm that the one you were uh gonna inject no oh, what was I, gonna inject? I don't know carnitine carnitine oh that yeah was good... great for fat mobilization yeah uh, heart health. Yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of I do my own home brew with it. I get the powder. I I learned how to mix it and make an injectable out of
1: it. Nice.
0: Um, um, glutamine, glycine. Yeah. And you do, do these every analysis. day. Every day, yeah. Uh, once a day. at yeah, Different times. Um, you break it up into the, throughout the day. Yeah. For the most part, food, a lot or? of them are in the yeah with food. Most of them are in the morning. Uh, and then, then I have my nighttime su- supplement specific for bedtime. Right. And then, because I space out one thousand milligrams in the morning, I do another thousand milligrams of vitamin C in the afternoon, just to space that out. I space out my niacin. I take them separately. Yeah. Um, How many do you do? A uh, thousand milligrams? Twice a day? No. Should I? I do 500. Well, I don't know. I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing four thousand a day.
1: No. And five. No. So I'm doing a thousand and a thousand. Yeah. I'm doing two thousand. Yeah, maybe I'll up it. Yeah. it'll it make me more itchy it's oh, yeah. weird how much i not like really it. i don't think no, so i don't is, i think you just kind of get itchy yeah I, I i that's a weird thing i enjoy it, it. i used <laughs> to hate it the only thing i don't like is it, it makes my palate really weird for a moment
0: yeah i didn't notice now yeah. pay attention to that i do that
1: i do it in the morning when i have my coffee yeah and so you know i'm sitting there and i'm getting itchy and then
0: and then the coffee tastes a little funny for a bit yeah. <laughs> and it's it's the niacin nice for the yeah, most it's part nice yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's uh, pretty well, my sort of, that's my protocol. If I okay. think of something along the way. So out supplementation
1: of, of nutrients is we consider valuable and I think it becomes really more am. valuable the older you get because you absorb less. So let's talk about things. I've, I'll talk about things I've done over the years, over
0: and above. So this is over and above. These w- are things next level, uh,
1: some of them around vanity. Some of them around a desire to get more muscular, you know, like steroids. And I've never done like hardcore steroids, but I have tried over the years. And, and I regret, by the way, trying any of those things. Now, uh, why do you regret it? Because knowing, knowing what I know now, there's a lot of less harmful things yeah. that I could have, could have taken that wouldn't have affected my body negatively, you know?
0: so uh, I don't think there's
1: anything that... There's no, there's, I don't think there's a steroid that doesn't cause what I would consider serious enough side yeah. effects. Yeah, you know? I am... Yeah. Like they all have a negative side to them. The only, they only have one positive side, build muscle, right? Lean muscle, muscle, whatever it is, they, they help you build muscle. And there is no debating that. They help you build muscle. And I'm not encouraging it. I, I discourage it. I talked to my son about it. I said, you know, cause he wants to get bigger. I said, don't ever take steroids. They just, they do more bad things than they do good, right? So I've taken, but I've never taken like hardcore one. I think the hardest core one I took was a D ball pill. I only ever took them as pills. Oh, okay. I took Anavar, which is supposed to be create lean muscle mass. and a very, it's probably one of the mildest of all the steroids I've taken. Tiranaball, which was the one I think that the the Germans used back in uh, in the in the games back in the sixties. I oh, think cool. when they were training their their athletes and they kicked ass. Uh, and there's no question that each one of those to whatever level they were supposed to increase the muscle mass and pretty rapidly. The problem is when you stop taking them. Well, there's a lot of things that are problematic. When we stop taking them, I mean, you start losing that muscle mass. That's not permanent. What a
0: head game that would be. I'd hate that. And
1: that's why I think a lot of bodybuilders get stuck in bodybuilding because to lose that muscle mass is
0: uh, the whole ego around that. Just think of the food intake, the money it took to get there. Yeah. And that Superman sense that uh, you get from it. Yeah. So it
1: increases testosterone for the most part it does a lot of other things
0: right but
1: it you know some steroids and what's the one that uh, drives men crazy like they actually become like almost nutty. Trembolone. Trambolone they talk about a lot sandwiches me and apparently that drives guys nuts like they they lose their minds you know so when I was on any level of steroids whether it even be Anavar, but t bald mostly and because that was kind of my go-to is um certainly I would have more you know tension in my body I could feel it like I I would be much more on edge, you know, like, like, Oh, like, you know, somebody said something. I would want to like snap back. Like there was that part that would build up in me. And so really in the end, there was nothing healthy about it. It was strictly for vanity.
0: Can we differentiate? So did you do this before you started testosterone replacement? A long time, a long time ago. Well before. Yeah. Can we differentiate? I think it's important to talk about, because a lot of people think TRT, which is testosterone replacement therapy. And using simply testosterone and steroids are one and the same. And oh, they're, not even close. Yeah. So can we talk about that? So I bit? take testosterone at a, at a uh, uh, what do you call it? A therapeutic, therapeutic.
1: a therapeutic dose, which is, you know, under 200 grams, let's say. So when you say therapeutic,
0: that means you're replacing what you once had. Yes. In a sense, right? So as we de- as we age,
1: it's men where testosterone declines and it has a pretty rapid decline over a period. By the time you reach 50, it, it could be a half, you know? And so, what does that affect? We've talked about this. Oh, it yeah. affects. It's worth saying uh, again. Though. Clarity of mind. It affects uh, body composition. It affects um, sex drive. Uh, sex drive. It affects sleep. It affects. I mean, it affects everything H- that H- uh, heart health as well. Yeah, and uh, we we have a mic issue here. I think
0: his name's <laughs> not Mike. Yeah, but he has issues. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that a right? boom! Another yeah, dad joke. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah fuck, I'm a dad to a puppy. Yeah. I love her. Um, so. Can I give a shout out to my puppy? Sure, Bell. I love you. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah,
1: testosterone replacement therapy or um, optimization therapy is not to get jacked. You know, it is to bring the body back to a level it wasn't when you were thirty, and all those things that it affects. You know, uh, they come back. At least heart some health, degree. even depression, heart health, heart health, depression, dopamine. Yeah, that's true. A lot of our our sense of well being comes from our testosterone
0: and it, it, that part is underplayed and under discussed um a lot of people when they're thinking testosterone therapy it's easier to lose fat it's easier to gain muscle i think it's important to discuss how good you feel uh, like the dop- It works through a dopamine pathway yeah um so and there's
1: therapeutic doses and then there's which s- is let let's say at the word at the highest end 250 300 milligrams a week and then there's bodybuilding Right. So and a lot of bodybuilders will do steroids and, and testosterone, testosterone at massive doses. I have heard like up to 10,000 milligrams a week, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So no, that's good for you either. Like you can overdo testosterone.
0: You can overdo water. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but I guess you could mm-hmm.
1: Called drowning. Um, so uh, how do we get on to testosterone? Uh, oh, Differential in between yeah. the difference. Between steroids so and steroids, steroids. Uh, and I have a feeling, by the way, because I use them not heavily, but I use them on and off for a long period of time, probably affected my testosterone levels because they do. They start to mess with your, your ability to produce testosterone and whatnot. So I've done the T-ball, I've done D-ball, which is probably the most extreme one I've ever done. And, and it was very effective, but you know, made me a bit mad. And then uh, Anivar, which is so mild, but you know, again, it's just not good for the Beats body. up the liver from what I understand too. Beats up the liver. I have kidneys that sort of function at the high end of normal, and you know, and they've been steady. So my do- my, my kidney doctor was like, he looked at it, he goes, "No, nah, I'm not worried because for the last ten years it's just been stable." He said, "If it get, it's getting worse and worse, here. but it affects kidneys as well and all that." Right. So, uh, I stopped doing those many years ago, maybe ten years ago. Is it fair to say that ago?
0: those steroids, anabolic steroids, are not therapeutic? Not therapeutic at all.
1: Well, I think anybody who's honest will say that they're strictly for vanity. They're strictly for body composition. Yeah, strictly for body comp. There's nothing. I mean, you could say it increases my athletic ability, but that's not why people take them. People don't take steroids for athletic ability. They take it for vanity. And if you want to kill yourself over vanity, you know. And I'm speaking from a person who's done them, so I'm not. You know, I'm not condemning people. um, I'm just saying don't do it. It's not worth it.
0: You know. Amen. I yeah yeah.
1: You know, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, he, he admitted at some point because he had to have heart surgery. He admitted he did a lot of steroids in his, in his day, right?
0: And now it's every other day a top bodybuilder is dying. Dying. So I am um, now, I mean, now the, the level of
1: bodybuilding's just gone extreme. I mean, you got guys that don't even look human like that. And they're 300 pounds ripped on stage. Yeah.
0: It, it's not human. <laughs> no.
1: So uh, I switched to, um, I went on my TRT, and that's probably uh, seven years ago now started trt and been playing with the dose and i think i've hit a nice dose around 150 milligrams 150 170 milligrams a week and so that's the supplement i do and that's one that i believe i'll do for life now because it it makes all the difference in how i feel and my health and just generally everything
0: and and on that uh note when you say your health your 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 uh um, cholesterol is fine on it like your liver is fine your kidneys are fine yes your cbc your um platelets and your blood count uh, perfect so it, it it's very healthy we i think we could safely say that it is healthy if now you i was need talking it. to
1: a friend yesterday who only does um 60 or 70 milligrams a week and his red blood cell count just skyrocketed. okay but it's a very rare thing but you should monitor your RB, your red blood cell count really yes. because if more red blood cells the thicker your blood gets you don't want your blood to become like paste you know right so you know you want to keep it within a range of, of normal or slightly over normal is fine pasty blood i just had a visual that's not good it's nasty so you got to really careful about that and i so i'm not you know i'm not recommending any of these things for anybody without that you know with proper blood panels done on a regular basis at least every six months you know without talking to someone who's knowledgeable about it like just doing like your own home thing which i've done is not the smartest thing but i've always had blood tests you know right sometimes not often enough but i've always gone for blood tests because i know what to look for and I have done SARMs. Yeah, let's talk about Selective Sire, yeah. Androgen Receptor Modulator. Am I right? You got it. All right. <laughs> and SARMs are interesting. They're a research drug. And um, they, um, well, depending on which one you take. But they're, uh, again, I would say largely around vanity. Am I wrong? Do you think I'm wrong?
0: No, I don't think so. I
1: mean, they do have, some of them do have other...
0: Sure. Benefits. Some are built bone density.
1: Yeah. But they also, I mean, some of them were designed for uh, like uh, AIDS patients, right? Right. To build. Wasting away. Wasting away, right? To prevent wasting. So the one that was always my go-to that I, I've tried different ones and I just dabbled here and there. But the one I was always going to was Rad 140. And what did you get from, and what is it? A pill? It's a pill. And I, you know, you take, uh, so I, last time I was taking, it was only 10 milligrams a day, which is low. You know, usually you take up to 30 milligrams a day. And, um, and there's a the debate on the half-life of Rad 140, but my understanding is it's more than 24 hours, so you don't have to take it three times a day, but you can. Um, so when I did 30, I did 30 milligrams a day before, and uh, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, and it, yeah, I built muscle pretty quickly. It does definitely, and I think what it does is it takes, it doesn't, I don't know that it increases your testosterone, but it, it uh, utilizes it better, it makes it more efficient. It suppresses your testosterone. Does it? It's suppressive. But it uses it more efficiently
0: for for building muscle. So RAD one forty is a muscle building serum. How would you compare it to the oral anabolic steroids that you took? I would say it's on par with uh,
1: with uh, T ball.
0: Yeah. D ball? No, not T ball. D ball oh.
1: was pretty insanely okay. like it was hardcore, but it messed like my liver. Like I I remember I had kidney pains and like I was oh wow. It wasn't good. Oh uh but I, again i don't recommend t-ball either tyrannibal but um so rad 140 is kind of on par with that with the amount of muscle build you know you within a few months you can build some muscle but again when you stop i mean it dwindles away right it, yeah. and, and you have to saying, do uh you have to do post cycle right and, and that's
0: uh, so sarms has this reputation of being a clean safe anabolic agent yes and it's not i mean it's it, cleaner it it's, I would say it's fall somewhere between milligram for milligram and, uh, and steroids. steroid. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's more on the steroid side. But We're there are some more. that are good,
1: like uh, that I think are safe, like Austrine. Austrine, uh, MK
0: no. Uh, so MK six seven seven is more of a growth hormone. That's growth No, what's the Austrine yeah. one? That's uh, uh, yeah. MK two eight seven seven? I'll take you. I'll take your word for it.
1: So that one uh, you can take longer term, and it has little side effect on testosterone and all that. So women can take it too. You know? small dose and it's good for just building a little bit i would again if i would put it on par with a steroid i would put it on par with anivar you know that it's very mild and it does it doesn't build massive muscle it's a slow steady gain of muscle but it's a lean muscle you know Anavar was meant for the same thing so it, i would say austrian is kind of that thing and i think austrian was the one that was actually developed for for aids patients originally yeah, I, I, and it's sure. been it's the one SARM that's been studied the most And it has very little uh, negative effects, but I would still recommend, even if you wanted to take an Osterine, is to take it, you know, for a few months and then stop and then take for a few months and stop. But I don't do any SARMs anymore because, well, the one thing about RAD 140 is it messes with your cholesterol. Yeah. Cholesterol is an issue for me. Right. And so uh, I I actually was taking a very small dose up until a number of months ago and I got my, uh, I stopped, oh, and I got my cholesterol tested
0: and it was like way high. What were, when you, uh, I know we talked about this, when you were taking rad and your cholesterol went up, was it at 10 or 20 milligrams? 10. Only at 10. 10 a day. I didn't want to get huge. I was just doing it
1: to sort of get, uh, you know, um, what do you guys, fuller, like a fuller yeah. muscle, you know? Dense, but you know, the yeah. funny thing is, when I stopped it, nothing changed for me. Well, Maybe great. because I was taking such a low dose, but nothing really changed for me. I didn't lose muscle mass. I didn't, nothing changed. But like, you
0: gained from it. I don't know that I did. Yeah, I don't know that I did. So at that case, at At that that low dose, I don't know that I did. I was almost maintained. Yeah, it's just just one less thing you could put through your liver and one less piece of garbage I put in my body. Yeah.
1: So you know, uh, you know, the most recent thing I've been doing that supplements my health is is uh, peptides. Yeah. Peptides and a couple of molecules, right? So I used to also. I know you're doing it now. Nmn. Yes. I did an anaman for a, a while. It's very expensive, and it's hard to get. I find it hard to get. I usually buy. I would buy it in bulk powder, but uh, and that's good for uh, longevity and and youthfulness and all that stuff. I'm not sure about performance. They say so. I never really noticed the difference, but you know, again, I stacked it with so many different things that I, I wouldn't know what was working and what wasn't. It just reads really well.
0: I'm I'm a big proponent. It's not. Uh, there's no.
1: I don't think there's any negative side to it, it. No, other than the price. Other than the price. Yeah, it's not for everybody. But the one thing that's really affordable that I have found the most difference on is peptides. And we've talked about peptides before in another show. And that is, um, you know, that they're natural to the body. Body produces over 7,000 peptides. And the peptide is a, just a, an agent that tells the body to do something. It doesn't do it itself. It's just uh, like, it's like the boss. Do this, do that. Produce testosterone, produce growth hormone, you know, heal the body or or in, in, increase uh, um. Uh, your immune system or whatever. Right. And so the peptides I do on a daily basis is a combo of BPC one five, seven and TB 500, which are, did I get that right?
0: You got it. I just want to ask what you'd use it for.
1: for healing. So healing, what, uh, everything internally, you know, or externally, you know, uh, like skin, but mostly internal, like uh, tendons, ligaments, muscles. You know, I've torn my bicep when I was kickboxing. I tore my calf when I was kickboxing. Uh, And it kind of goes in. So I do it as a maintenance thing, Rather, You can do it as a, I think we've injury specific, injury specific and intensive program to heal that particular injury. But I would say if you're smart, you just do it on an ongoing basis. And your body's constantly just looking to repair itself. And again, as we get older, we produce less peptides, right? And so we produce less peptides. Our body does less things and it's always, it's diminishing. So, I do PPC-TB500 because the combination is, uh, is the, what they call it, the Wolverine stack. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. You know, it pretty much makes me bulletproof, except not, don't shoot at <laughs> me. And then I do the, uh, the uh, thymosin alpha-1, which is, increases the uh, immune system. And I, I, I go a little higher dose on thymosin when, uh, when I have a cold. It won't stop me from getting a cold, but it'll, it, it'll certainly uh, lower the curve of the cold yeah, and shorten exactly. the time. I found that as well. So, you know, if a cold was going to go do this, it'll do this. You know, it'll be like a little blip. Like I just had one it lasted a couple of days and it came in a wind. It, took it was so mild. it and- didn't stop me from going to work or anything. Yeah. I just took extra shots of the thymosin. And-
0: At this point, let's, before you continue, let's remind our viewers <coughs> that um, peptides, um, they come in a life, lyphos- like a, a um, so they will come in a little vial, it's a white powder. Vial, yeah.
1: And you add bacteriostatic water to it. And, you know, there's a formula to how much you should use. And so you add that amount of water. And then you just draw every day. And you and it's uh that, it's like a little insulin needle. It yeah, just goes so under nothing, the skin, yeah. you know. It's like.
0: Not even a mosquito you don't bite. Feel it. I, yeah.
1: I mean, once in a while I feel it because I hit a spot that's really tender. But most of the time you just don't feel it, right? And you just inject it. And, and it's easy and quick. So uh, I also do um, GHKCU. Now, is we've talked about this before, is so good for so many things, but I take it for a purpose, which is um, skin. It it promotes elastin and collagen in the skin. So basically, it's more of a vanity thing. That's the truth. I know it does a lot of really good things internally, but it's really good for the skin, and and so I take it for that.
0: Some people add it to their Wolverine stack to further, because it does a lot of anti-inflammatory, and it it does a lot of internal healing that these uh, bpc and tb does as well
1: yeah and so i do those in the morning and uh the only thing about ghkcu co stands stands for the copper in it so it's blue is it burns a little under the skin you know so when you inject it, it there's a bit of a burning sensation and that'll last for maybe an hour or two but and some people won't like that i just got used to it it's like it used to bug me I was like oh i got a burning sensation now it's like nah, i got a burning sensation <laughs> It's kind of like the uh, niacin. Niacin, I yeah. I you end like, up like it. You know, I just get yeah. used to it. Oh, it's burning! I love it. And I think the last one I do is, uh, MOTC and microdoses. And MOTC promotes uh, ATP production and mitochondria activity, which is a marker for aging, but also just for energy. And and you know, and again, our ATP and our micro- mitochondria activity slows as we o- as we get older. So I'm just trying to keep up with uh, you know what I used to be like. 30 years ago.
0: And so far, so good, right? So Based far, so great. Your training. So those are my morning
1: ones. In the evening, I take one that promotes growth hormone production. And it's better than taking growth hormone. So, you know, you could just take growth hormone. Problem with growth hormone is it has a lot of negative. Uh, if you inject it, it has negative effects. And it can reduce your own production. With the uh, with, And it's cost prohibitive. And it's cost prohibitive. With CJC126 and what's the other one? Ipamorelin 1295. Okay. That's, you know, I hey, need you right here. That's right. It's 1295 and ipamorelin, And I combine those because those together are 10 times more potent exactly. than each one on its own. And they tell the body to produce, uh, and I take those at nighttime, tells the body to produce growth hormone. And why do you do it at nighttime? Well, growth hormone uh, is, can cause you to be sleepy, right? It's, it actually helps with sleep. And our body naturally produces it during the night, right? And it does it in a pulse. So it doesn't do, if you inject growth hormone, you're kind of, filling your body with growth hormone. The body doesn't produce it that way. It produces impulses and it produces it more at one time and less at another time, right? And so I take it when it's supposed to produce it the most but at nighttime and it helps me sleep. And uh, I've added recently, just for short term, is the tesamorelin, And tesamorelin also promotes growth hormone, but it, and I don't know how the, uh, how it works, but the, tess- the growth hormone focuses, and it was this was for AIDS patients as well, Focuses on the gut, uh, the, uh, visceral fat, visceral yeah. fat, yeah. yeah. And I've been taking it. You know, I've like. Have you that you took wow, a huge
0: difference, like massive.
1: I've only taken it for like a month. I'm going to take it for another 20 days, and then uh, you know that's my that's my thing for. Apparently, the, it has
0: great cognitive effects, uh, heart health effects as well. So maybe may a lot of these other pep- a lot of these peptides have secondary and th- can you say third dairy? What's another word for Ter- tertiary? Tertiary. Thank you many other effects other than what we with what we've talked about and some of them are as profound as as the uh, initial effects for, yeah that
1: you get absolutely from. but typically you get it for the one effect right and then right you just happen to get it some other benefits from for it for sure like bpc i think increases nitric oxide production right i don't take it for that reason but that's, that's great. a great yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, mod C, mod c um uh, many functional doctors use it for weight loss because yep. it increases uh, insulin sensitivity insulin sensitivity
1: So those are, that's my protocol. Uh, So those two, I take a night, but I've been taking the tessamaryllin morning and night until I run out. And then that's just to get, you know, I have this little bit of stubborn fat around here, you know, maybe at my age, it's just, I was stuck,
0: you know, but stubborn fat takes specific diets to target. Like that's just tough. Well, I find that the tessamaryllin has helped. Well, that's amazing. It's made the difference, you know? So I'm, I'm, I almost
1: not quite, but I'm almost at my six pack, you know? So uh, you know another couple, and of that's weeks, the only and, thing
0: that changed, right?
1: It's the only thing that changed.
0: Your diet didn't change. Nope. Any other protocols didn't change. Um, the growth hormone secretagogues, I believe, you do five days on and two, two days, days off. off, right? And why do you do? Why would you do that? Well, you tell me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just setting you up to look. Yeah, right, so it's like cue them up. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, you, I, I know, I don't know the technical reason because uh, your the receptors get saturated. Yeah, that's right. And if you do it too much, too long, it just becomes ineffective. I mean. So it's good to take breaks. So I take, now some of the stuff I take doesn't require breaks, G doesn't require breaks. I just break, like I said, I I either have a routine where I'm on and off. I can't do like, you know, five of these peptides for five days and two for two, day, two more days and then back to five, I'll just lose my mind. I, I won't, you know, I got to
0: start all of them, stop all of them, start all of them, stop all of them. I mean, well, just think of all the stuff that you listed right? The, the supplements, even so that category of nutritional supplements. I mean, there was like freaking 15 different types in there. Yeah. Peptides, you must've named like six, seven, eight different peptides. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it, it could get challenging, but it becomes, but you're good at that. You can do, I uh, love it. I love the ritual of all that stuff. So and you yeah. can do it like all over the place yeah. and you can different uh,
1: times of the day and different ways. And yeah. that would just drive me nuts. I, my I have a very simple
0: brain. I, yeah, <laughs> I had too many formulas to it and it's just like, it'll explode. Yeah, I know. Uh, at this point, I feel like saying vagina. Okay. Thanks for sharing. You know, because th- we use it so much. And, and, and we the, had the uh, most Kelly views. And, uh, yeah. You. And I, I just <laughs> think that that maybe it'll draw more people. So anyways, I, yeah. that was my little. All right. Yeah. Uh, Can I- and- <laughs> do you want to talk about your your uh, peptide protocol? Um,
1: so you and I are both really strong believers in peptides. And I oh. am. you've been doing it for a while. I'm new to the game, uh, maybe a year now maybe yeah maybe a year yeah and i you know i was you've so, embraced it though but i was so skeptical you kept telling me peptide this
0: pe- uh, peptides that sounds like and i know I, i'd leave after talking about you Say that asshole keeps saying peptide I yeah well i it, would man. think uh, not that you're an asshole he but was, i was right you say that?
1: but i was thinking uh, what is peptides that sounds stupid you know it's like it sounds like a snake oil. okay yeah you know and i don't why did i start trying them you finally, sure. me, eh? you finally broke me, yeah. Yeah, you're like that though. You're just oh yeah, I'm stubborn, stubborn as hell. <laughs> stubborn as hell. Yeah. And then you break me, and I'm like, yeah. oh. And I tried them, and they started making a big difference. And um, so I just now I I love doing them, and it's just a routine I do now.
0: Yeah, um, they're great. Yeah, they they really are. What got me into peptides was an injury. Um, I tore a rotator cu- uh, cuff doing some Olympic lifting, and. Like I heard a snap on a, doing a clean, oh, no, yeah, so it wasn't good. I couldn't put my hand over overhead and I've had historical problems with my shoulder. Uh, I came across some, a buddy of mine sort of mentioned it in passing. I've known about them for many years, but I wasn't into injecting. I didn't understand them. I would go to a website and see this powder and reconstitute it. It sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot. And it put me off again. I've known about them for 15 years, but just, it just didn't interest me. Um, and to our viewers, they're simply not that complicated. I mean, we could we could break it down one day. We'll have an extra But I get our... the skepticism. Sure, I absolutely. I get it. I was, I it. I was yeah. the
1: most skeptic about peptides. And I said, you know, you talk to me about BPC and how it can heal things. I'm like, come on. Doesn't sound if right. If that was yeah. real, if they really made something that could heal you, why wouldn't it be a such a big deal? You know, like if it was, I know why now, because it can't be patented. And so pharmaceutical companies can't make money it, on it. Yeah. But at the time, I'm like, ah, oh, if it was that real, you know, it's just it's more stuff that just doesn't work. And
0: no, it, it works. It man. works. So uh, I started off with BPC, the uh, the healing peptide, BPC and TB500, and within a month, I was able to lift again. Yeah, it, it was like it was amazing. And the that combination is actually said to mend a torn ligament. There's literature to show that. I mean, yeah, it's not a joke. It doesn't just sort of. Um, reduce inflammation in the site it it repairs again so um i do what you do now i take it on a daily sort of micro dose basis right um for that uh, prehab preventative reason uh, on occasion i do mot c as well um probably. you do it in uh
1: like in intensive doses or do you do uh like i'm microdosing?
0: yeah so i do uh, i do an intensive dose for a short period of time i'll do um uh, five milligrams three times a week for four weeks Yeah, and then 10 milligrams once a week for six weeks okay thereabouts so i do that have you noticed the difference with that uh hard to say yeah. uh I, I, i've been steadily getting leaner everything that I everything is sort of falling into place mm. um you're looking I, very lean by the way oh thanks man yeah. now should i take my jacket off or? sorry when do you take when, did, when does he <laughs> like take his shirt off <laughs> i don't want to expose my vagina <laughs> um I do your that
1: on, in, in your chest. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, and on occasion, I take the uh, the um, growth hormone releasing ones. Okay. But I have trouble. I need to eat at night before bed. I'm just stuck in that mode. So I've stopped and I'll do morning doses of Cause that. Because you're supposed to do it on empty stomach. Yeah. It, the, the, for those ones specifically. Yeah. For, again, the growth hormone releasing peptides and growth hormone releasing hormones are done primarily at night, empty stomach.
1: Because typically the body, when it's hungry, produces ghrelin, which promotes growth hormone. Right? Because right. growth hormone is a fat-burning hormone.
0: And also, um, uh, carbohydrates and most foods will inhibit the absorption of these to cross a blood-brain barrier to do what it has to do to stimulate the pituitary. Um so anytime you're doing any sort of growth hormone, even if you're taking uh, exogenous, like grow- human growth no hormone, but yeah, yeah, uh, um, no, no, not when if you can do these peptides no. for a number of reasons. It's empty stomach as well for that reason. Carbohydrates tend to. Um, you don't want insulin floating in your body when you're taking these. Right. Uh, what else am I doing? I and I do I do this protocol for uh, for the heart and um, the cardiovascular system. Oh yes, yes. Uh, so it includes BPC. It yep. includes um, Epitalin.
1: Oh yes. Epitalin. Yeah. Uh,
0: which that, you've done before.
1: I, I, sorry. I do that one as well. I do that one at night time. So many microdose. Remember. Yeah. Uh,
0: epitalin there's one called Vesigen and one called cardiogen. These are specific for heart health and art and, and, um, or, 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 or artery health. So I do that. And then I do one, I think my favorite one is called thyrotropin releasing hormone and it just does everything. It, oh. It's simply to, it increases your metabolism. It makes sure that you're you do this at nighttime. This one no oh, in the daytime. Daytime as well, yeah. So I I I, I load up uh, my insulin syringe with all the heart ones, and then I do this one in the more on a separate one. So on that note, yeah. So uh,
1: actually, uh, my friend who uh, was talking yesterday about a lot of he's into the health stuff as well. And he was asking me, but can you draw each peptide all into
0: one syringe and then inject it, or do you have to do each one separately? Mm, a number of experts will say you could put them together because they they occur in your body together. So. Yes. Um, no, I, I mix I mix them. Because, and psychologically,
1: I do it separately because psychologically I think, oh, these are all liquids. As soon as you mix them together, they get all muddled. But that's just not the case. There it's not there are their own individual thing happening in this
0: liquid and, and it goes into your body. Why do you say that though? Like But it's psychological. It, right? it really is because I take my favorite one on its own. Yeah. Because I don't want it muddled in with the other ones. Yeah. That's just it'll still work. It'll it still, still work, works, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, cuz it's like taking four pills, four different pills at one time. They don't get they just do their own thing, right? No. But it feels like oh, if I cuz it's liquid, you know, oh, it's all blended together. They're going to get confused and not know what to do, right? Yeah. I become like, I don't know, weird or something.
0: <laughs> no, they, so they still do work. They're not as fragile as as people think. A lot of people think that if you drop it, it's no good. If you if you store if you don't store it in the fridge, it's no good. Now you definitely don't want to let sunlight hit it
1: yeah you don't well you don't want it for extended periods of time sitting in heat and sunlight
0: no like in the summer just, you don't
1: want it sitting on your counter where the no, sun's hitting it directly.
0: but it, it, but if it is it happens to be there for a little bit it's it's, it's, it's fine. still fine but if you let it sit there for days like that no you are gonna that's it's gonna lose its effectiveness
1: right, yeah. i think that applies to even even vitamins and minerals you know if they're out in the sun for too long yeah, in the heat, they're I mean, just going to lose their effectiveness so let's talk about that because like i said i was so skeptical about it and i thought oh first of all it's hocus pocus it's all this snake oil and if they was really that effective, why aren't they big deal? And, uh, you know, I've learned otherwise, but there was also the part about the injecting, right? Oh no, I got to inject myself. And, you know, if you really don't want to, you can, like I said, you can draw them all into one one syringe and just inject yourself once a day or twice a day. But um, it's such a small needle. And, you know, I think I started with a um, 29 gauge, it was just thicker or 30 gauge. And now I'm up to 31 gauge, which is the, probably about the thinnest you can get that actually works. They're very thin. Like yeah, you, they can bend they very They bend easily. easy. Yeah. I've not had it where I put it in like a, a stiffer part of the of the fat there and it bends going in, but it still gets under the skin and I
0: just pull it. It doesn't hurt or anything. It's just, but even the 29 gauge.
1: Yeah. I just like, I like
0: the minimal. Yeah. Uh, evasiveness, Yeah.
1: So if you really, so, the, and the reconstituting, so you take, you know, you draw, I have a bigger syringe for the, the reconstituting because I don't want to pull it through 31 gauge. I just pull it through a. 27 gauge or a 25 gauge needle. And I, and then I re put that water in the vial and you can see it just starts to mix and it's sort of, it can be a little chunky at first, but if you let it sit, it'll just blend. It's clear, yeah. And you can swirl it too, right? Yeah. If, you, if you're in a rush to use it. If not, I just put it in and I leave it in my, I have a little sort of case that holds them. And when I come back, it's, it's
0: completely dissolved. Before we get farther down that road, I, I'd like to say that when you receive them before they're reconstituted, they should be stored in the freezer. They they, should, they don't have to be, because if you're going to use practice. them over a month,
1: they don't have to be, but it'll last well, forever. And I, I
0: get I get enough that, that I stock it. I buy 50 vials at a time, yeah, so I definitely so, don't want to be keeping them in the fridge. Right, so you, it's better to keep it in the yeah. freezer. But if you're buying one or two vials and you're going to use them over a yeah. in the fridge. the fridge is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, one thing we both used, and... And the freezer, they'll last for years. Exactly. Like they, they in were, the fridge, it won't last for years. Yeah. So it depends on your uh, uh, inventory. I think my favorite one, though, and it's not... An injectable it's an oral is five amino one mq five amino one mq and bpc can be an oral as well yes it can be yeah, yeah. so the with the five amino one mq uh, it, it's uh, obvious. it's often lumped into the peptide family it's considered a small molecule it's it's a it's a protein but a small molecule so we it's not really read, a peptide not really but let's just consider it a peptide in the peptide sure. family right okay. um and why do you like five amino it's amazing um It it, it, performance enhancement strength is is dramatic on it um i find and and gaining lean muscle like from a a capsule that's not going to beat up your liver your kidneys that's not going to suppress testosterone to me it is the best i've i've been i've been doing this for since i was 18 16 taking supplements and looking for the most anabolic natural supplements ever again this was my life for what is
1: uh what do you what's your protocol on that
0: anyways i'll finish saying oh, it's my favorite it's your favorite? all okay. these years and um I, i've taken it you know i've taken yeah. it yeah recently and you know i stopped you, taking you said it. you you, go, you were stronger on it um you told me you were lifting
1: i thought that was the epic catechin i Maybe. take because i oh, take it as well one. yeah yeah we could talk about that that's one. another that's, sure. on. that's another supplement
0: yeah. uh yeah, but for me it, it was it's been and again, this is decades of playing with all sorts of natural anabolic compounds, um, herbals and uh, the like, this one by far. So what is your protocol on it? I take 150 milligrams all at once in the morning. I do it for short, short cycles. How long? Um, two, three weeks maximum. Okay. A couple of weeks off and repeat. I can't wait to get back on it. And again. you
1: take the two weeks off because it's necessary or you just feel you want to? break from it and come back.
0: There's a few people that I would consider experts knowing this and they recommend it because I did it for like a month straight. Yeah. I think because you get your gains really quick. So they, they die off quick. And it, yeah. it, it, it they recommend two to three weeks on two to three weeks off and then repeat the cycle. Okay. Yeah. So absolute uh, amazing. And you've been doing it. that how long, like how long have you been, I've done only two cycles of it and I'm waiting. I can't wait to start my other one again. Okay. Do you take epicatechin? And I got
1: that right, by the way, because yeah. I call it epicatechin, but you tell me that. It's that's epicatechin, what yeah.
0: Yeah, you got it. Um, I do. Oh, explain what it is. Again, it's-, it's I don't know.
1: Oh, it's from cocoa. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's, a, a it's, a, it's a natural supplement. It's a, it's a natural supplement, ex- extract from cocoa, and that's where I, that's all my knowledge ends. Uh, that's where I've run, out, get? I've run out of information. So it's an
0: oral. It's in a capsule. It's oral, yeah. You, t- you said you're smart. Uh, no, I don't know. It increases nitrogen. I don't oxide. do well
1: as a test. Like, I, I'm, I, I've I always failed oral tests. You know? <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> um, this one, again, real quick, because we could wrap things up pretty soon. Um, Amazing, again, for I always get really good size on it. It's after all these years to be able to develop some muscle. So that's the one I think product. I got strength from. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I still have the, like, I, I've been taking it, and that's one I just keep taking. We should post some names on so people could look these up and yeah. then try and find them that's one time. I keep taking and mm-hmm. I have my I like insane strength, you know, and I'm not looking for size, but it's good to be able to you know not
0: have to worry about what weight I live that's right, yeah, no yeah, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of my favorites as well so if we were to uh let's you know to close out if we were to
1: if we go back to the five pillars, I think we went from four pillars to five pillars. What do we, we add in? Hydration?
0: Hydration. Yeah. I think we. Thanks uh, to Danelle, your wife. Is was was that my wife? That was yeah. Yeah. That. I've been trying to put it in there, but you only in, listen to her. Well, I have to listen to her. Yeah. I don't have to listen to you. <laughs> no, you don't. Um,
1: so, with the five pillars uh, healthy diet, uh, hydration, stress reduction, good sleep and exercise, That's the foundation. I would say that in order of what I would, if I had to choose an order, I would do testosterone on top of that at added, added, added a therapeutic when dosage.
0: When, we need, when, when, when needed, needed. Yeah, yes, at a therapeutic uh. dosage.
1: Yeah. Then I would add peptides. And then I would add all these other things like epicatechin and 5-amino, uh, and and maybe, you know, what, well, I don't know if there's anything else. But, you know, those are sort of the the least of, of priority for me. Definitely testosterone is number one, and definitely peptides. I. If I had to choose two, I would take peptides and, and testosterone and nothing else, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I'd I agree with that. Yeah. Um, because it covers all the pathways. It covers health span. It covers all the um, pathways of um, performance from recovery to muscle growth, to strength, to body fat reduction. We're good. I have a question before we close out. Um do you
1: uh well before i do uh if you like what you hear and you should subscribe hit the bell so you get notifications we're posting pretty regular send us comments and if you have comments or questions even you know because we're we're throwing a lot of information around and we're not doctors we're not experts but we're throwing a lot of information but we know
0: where you can get stuff so if you have any questions so sourcing we've been working hard on, and we can get get information if you have questions about it
1: uh so where was i going are you gonna ask a question i was gonna ask a question yeah And I lost it.
0: Oh, we need a memory friggin' compound. A memory compound, damn it. (laughs) I don't think it'll work. I've just uh, thought. Why don't you save that question for next time? Why don't we end off by each of us saying vagina? Vagina? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't feel good? No. No? Okay. (laughs) Uh, So
1: thanks. I think that was a great discussion. Great time. All right. Thank you.